This is Voices in the Street, WFHB's monthly public opinion feature, providing the members of our community the opportunity to have their voices heard. In the early hours of September 19, 2022, 20-year-old IU student Nathaniel Stratton was hit and killed by a drunk driver. The loss of a son, brother, friend, and peer sent shockwaves through the community of IU and Bloomington alike. In the wake of this tragedy, Youth Radio took to the streets of Bloomington asking, what was your initial reaction to hearing about this tragedy? I was first initially shocked. I mean, sadness that it could have been avoided. I was kind of shocked to hear about it. I mean, I know that it happens, but, you know, you just never, like, hear about it. I feel like we see a whole lot of that. Before anything came out, and I know it's terrible, but I was like, there was another scooter accident is kind of how I looked at it before I learned the details. So once I learned the details of everything, though, I was like, well, I felt bad for that being my initial reaction. Drinking is really normalized on college campuses, like drinking and driving and being like basically an alcoholic. So when you add drunk drivers into the mix, it's like it's bound to happen. I thought it was awful. I always get really upset when I hear an IU student died just because I can see myself in their shoes so much easier, I think. Yeah, I was just really sad for his family. How does the culture of partying around Bloomington and IU contribute to the issue? I do think drunk driving is not taken seriously enough by people at IU. We just do have a culture of partying and heavy drinking. I wouldn't say it's less looked down upon. I would just say it's probably more common if more people are going out late and drinking and want to get home. I think it definitely, unfortunately, makes it easier to be in that situation. But in my opinion, it comes down to the person and you're responsible for your own actions. So if you are planning to drink, then it's your responsibility to not go behind the wheel. Our campus is pretty walkable, but people don't like to do that and they want to drive. And then Ubers are expensive. I just think people try and reason with themselves as to why they think they can drive even when they shouldn't at all when they've been drinking. I think that there's a lot of uh, endorsement to that sort of activity. People are encouraged to seek out that sort of indulgence, you know. It's part of the culture. There's less of a stigma maybe. I feel like people are just more prone to making bad decisions since there's more of the people compared to like a smaller school. Yeah, drinking is really normalized. Like my first year at IU, all I wanted to do was drink. And when I wasn't drinking every weekend, I felt like I wasn't having fun. And basically, like, it's really hard if you're sober to feel like integrated into the community here. IU does a good job at using like IU Night Ride and trying to make sure that all their students are safe. But I feel like they could do better at like making sure students know that that is an available resource. Side note. IU Ride Late Night and Bloomington Transit Late Night are programs that offer students and residents of Bloomington, respectively, discounts on Uber, Lyft, and IU Ride after public transportation hours. What could be done better to implement programs like IU Ride Late Night and Bloomington Transit Late Night? Just a lot more advertising needs to be done about it because I think I've heard about it maybe once and I never really got like a lot of information about it. They could start with like 
maybe an email maybe i've gotten an email i just haven't read it i don't know yeah i use both of those because i don't drive like they don't really talk about them much the iu late night app is really bad it's really slow and sometimes the drivers don't even like meet you at the right place and there's not that many drivers anymore i think deconnecting it from the university especially when kids are drinking underage they don't want to hop in and IU paid for a ride because they just get nervous that they could get in trouble. Because I know when I was an underclassman that was never like something that sounded appealing to me to get, is to get into one of those but I mean they're fine and they're cheaper so. I think they told us about that like freshman year. IU late night is through this app called Translock um, and you can't schedule rides ahead and it's not really marketed well like your freshman year it is but not like when you come here later especially if you're a transfer student like no one knows about that. Maybe also just like having teachers tell students like before you know class is over on Friday or whatever like get home safe by the way there's this program that you can use to keep yourself safe. I feel like that would be the most efficient way. I think that they could probably be advertised more, you know. I hadn't heard about that, but that seems like a pretty good system to have. I feel like if they advertised it more as, like, a safe alternative to Uber, but didn't really, like, call it IU Late Night Rides or IU Night Ride, whatever it is. Making people more aware or integrating IU Late Night with, like, Uber or Lyft, more of, like, the major apps instead of Translock. In general, what do you think could be done to prevent drunk driving? I think that the... I use program is pretty helpful if it would be more widely known. Make sure you have a designated driver. Self-monitoring and everything and obviously not all the time that'll work. If you are like maybe hosting a party or something like that, make it a rule that someone has to Uber if you're drinking or someone has to leave their keys or something like that. So people definitely need to hold their friends accountable. If they're trying to drive drunk, say no. But honestly, that could be kind of hard depending on the situation. If you see your friend drunk and they're trying to get in the car, don't let them. It would be hard to, like, eliminate drunk driving, which is terrible, but it's just a thing. College kids are going to make their own decisions, and sometimes it's just the wrong one. Also, I can't really speak. Like, whenever I'm, you know, drunk at night, I don't try to drive. I just call an Uber immediately because money isn't a problem for me. I mean, I'd rather be safe than have an extra 10, 20 bucks in my pocket. Maybe a more affordable option. I wish public transportation was better in America as a whole, you know. I think our infrastructure is not really set up for that, but the more buses we have running, the better it is. Public awareness, education. More education about drinking and driving. I think people see a lot of statistics about drunk driving and they don't really humanize those statistics. So I think continuing to get like actual stories about things that have happened, even if they don't know those people directly, is more effective than throwing statistics in students' faces. All interviews conducted by Marty Abetti and Wilder Mouton. Produced and edited by Wilder Mouton and Miles Petro. This has been Voices in the Street, WFHB's monthly public opinion feature of candid, local commentary about our world today. Voices in the Street is a volunteer-powered joint production of our news department and youth radio program here on WFHB, 91.3 and 98.1 FM, Community Radio for South Central Indiana.